Welcome back to another episode of the Old Guy Metalcast. I am God, I am fate, I am all the sins you make. It's your boy, the King of Bong Style, Jim Vicious, joined by Sir Robert of Blades, Bobby Blades. Hey, I'm back again, and it's the second time where you've knighted me, so that's cool. Um, I, like, I like Sir Robert of Blades. <laughs> Sir Robert of Blades. That should be like the gimmick just for this show. Oh, shit. And we're back to talk more shit. Guitars, metal, Satan, growing old gracefully. Uh, Before we get going, shout out to uh, Break the Apocalypse. Check those guys out everywhere podcasts are found. Uh, You know, if you do podcasts, you show love to us. We show love to you, baby. That's how it works. So, Yeah. yeah. Just let us know. Like, I can't listen to every show just like you can't listen to every show. So, God damn it. I expect you to listen to every pod. (laughs) You give us a shout out. Uh, let us know on Facebook or send us an email. Like I said, you know, oh, at the end of the show, or like send us an email. So do that. Let us know that you shout us out. We'll show you some love. Expect you to listen to all four hours of Joe Rogan talking to white nationalists. Absolutely. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, so this week was Thanksgiving. I don't really have anything to report. I ate a lot of food. It was good. I didn't eat a lot of food. I, I never oh. do. I don't know. Mm, I eat okay. like a bird. I get I get full very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Fucking weird. I um, eat lots of turkey, stuffing, all kinds of shit. That's pretty good. But uh it's just like just a couple of us, you know. Yeah. Well it was I can't do me. like fam- like extended family. I like all those people are dead to me anyway. Pretty much. My mom's entire family is it's not like fucking dead to me both of her siblings all their kids like they all can fucking eat a bag of dicks <laughs> yeah just do the immediate family like i did with my parents and you know that was it just three of us so you have siblings i do but they have families of their own oh yeah that's right you have a sister don't you i got two sisters oh yeah are they single or what no <laughs> they're both married they both have uh kids happily ah Honestly, I <laughs> couldn't tell you that. Back in the day when I always we go out, you know, we were like, I'm married. You'd always be like, happily? <laughs> oh, remember that song? It's like, I got a man, but what's your man got to do with me? Yeah, right. Oh, shit. There you go. Well, right on. There's some things we don't talk about. Uh, we didn't get last week. I pitched it in the beginning. I, that's where I decided that's no longer something I'm going to do. Like this week on the show, we're going to be talking about, and then we got sidetracked talking about squirrels or dinosaurs. There's some fucking thing and didn't talk about it any goddamn way. <laughs> Wanted to talk about this Astro World situation, which is a bit old at this point. But, um, it's still fucked, though. It is still fucked. Ten people died at this concert. Um, I guess bad taste finally has consequences. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's mean. But really, though. Really, though. <laughs> but really, though. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this thing is fucked, man. This guy, there's lawsuits being brought already. Um, people are, I mean, there's like $3 billion in damages. People are <laughs> total. People are trying to sue for. There's one kid's parents were like, we just want to make sure with this lawsuit that this doesn't happen again. Oh, and that we get a billion dollars from this rich motherfucker. Right, right. 
Apparently, this yeah. isn't the first time he's done some shit like this, like uh, inciting the crowd to do some stupid shit. It shouldn't happen, man. It shouldn't happen. And looking back on it, experts already were, you know, on these type of things where, yeah, this area where seven of the ten died was not properly set up and people didn't have any room. And also, you know, I guess it's kind of rude to say, and I've seen people say otherwise, but this shit doesn't happen at metal concerts, baby. Yeah, it's it's rare that you hear somebody when someone goes down in the fucking in the pit. What is what's like the number one first thing you're taught as like a metal or punk fan, right? Pick them up, (laughs) get them out of there. I would I would scream that through the mic sometimes when I was doing you know in bands like pick them up, fucking get people love, dude. You don't fucking let people lay on the floor, right? And if you're on the stage, you've got a better vantage point. If you see somebody go down, you can kind of control that shit and be like, hey, pick that motherfucker up. I, I did that shit countless times, dude. As the, as the vocalist or singer, the person who's unencumbered, you need to keep an eye on that shit, man. You're not just up there doing whatever it is you want to do. I mean, you have the power to get security to do stuff, to defend people. If you see some guy doing something, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of up to you a little bit. And this, I put this on this guy because this should have stopped. People were screaming that, you know, people were hurt and shit. And it's, it's just a mess, dude. And I don't think he cares. This guy's a fucking, just a loot, just a twat, man. I don't think he cares that much. What I want to know is when did people start moshing at rap concerts? That's a little. They, they weren't really moshing, they were just like smashing and. Oh, because it said they there were like several mosh pits. People were talking about it. I'm like, this guy's a hip hop artist, right? So well, I don't know. That's like a fucking I took, head scratch. I guess I took it that people were getting crushed and shit, you know. But I remember going to concerts where, a few anyway, where you, you can't control where you are. You're not on the ground. You know what I'm saying? I remember being like lifted up off the ground in a, in a packed group of people. Jesus I can't even Christ. touch the floor. Like, this is fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, and, and you're that close. They're, everybody's using up the oxygen, so the air gets a little thin there, too. Heather, dude, I'd rather have a hot sauce enema than be anywhere <laughs> near the front of a concert at this point in my life. Holy fuck. Yeah, the front row is kind of a death trap. All of that shit is. I want to be around the outside of the pit in the back where it's like loose where you have shoulder room oh yeah so well like when i was 13 man and i went to that anthrax concert we i was far far from the front row i was up in the seats and shit so i was sitting down i was watching everything from like a very high vantage point i guess um you know and there was no of course up front at the front of the stage where the speakers are people were smashing into each other probably a couple people passed out maybe i don't know but, you know, where I was, it was kind of safe. Yeah, it's a it's a variety of things. The security failed. The setup of how they set the crowd up, that failed. Uh, he failed miserably. So, uh, I, you know, I guess my take in the end is fuck him. <laughs> Let him pay because uh, I don't care. And he what he dates uh, one of the fucking Kardashians like go fuck yourself, bro. Honestly, I never heard of this guy. Until this came out. Are you fucking... Are you eating lunch over there? <laughs> yes. This is fucking eating on a podcast. I'm trying to hide it. 
The guy who eats like a bird, not the fat fuck. The fat fuck doesn't eat during a podcast. I got a fast metabolism. <laughs> is that what it is? Oh, shit. <laughs> I know fucking we're, rail. we're supposed to be professional, but I'm sorry. Well, uh, so, yeah, there you go with that. Ten people died. It's a fucking tragedy. And uh, Those I don't have any problem with these people getting money out of this guy. Yeah. That kind of shit shouldn't be happening, really. Of course not. Shouldn't die at a concert. No. I mean, of all the years that people have been, not years, decades, that concerts have been going on, like how many deaths occur? It's, it's just not a, it's not a thing that should be happening. Well, there's the big one um, with oh, the Rolling fucking... Stones back in the day. Oh, I thought you were going to bring up the Great White Show. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Hell, there was that one yeah, too. The, the concert fire. So here you go. Let's see some of these here. Um, there was the Indiana State Fair stage collapse. August 13th, 2011, seven people died. Strong winds upended the metal scaffolding and stage equipment at the State Fair while the crowd was packed into a concert venue. Um, they had been watching outdoor performance by the band Sugarland when a 70 mile per hour wind blew through the fairground and caused the stage to collapse. Killed seven people. Wow. But that's like yeah. act of God kind of shit right there, man. That's not that's not negligence. Yeah. In 2020, uh, the Rosclyde Festival in Denmark, nine men were killed at a Pearl Jam concert when people rushed the stage and those in the front collapsed. Uh, the band was told to stop playing and once aware of the problem, they asked fans to back away, but it was too late. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I guess it has happened quite a bit then. Never mind. I stand corrected. Um, yeah, several had fallen and the crowd pressed on, suffocating him at the bottom of the pile. Pearl Jam later referenced the incident in the song Love Boat Captain with the line Lost Nine Friends Will Never Know. That's pretty cool. I guess so, yeah. Um, 11 people died at a Who concert in 1979. 11 at a festival in Morocco 2009. Uh, 21 at a concert in 2010 in Germany. So, uh, what's the event this year? There was an underpass that led to the concert grounds, which became clogged with people who entered the tunnel, despite no one being let into the festival at that time. Panic in the tunnel left 19 dead at the scene. Oh, fuck. Holy fuck. Could you imagine that, dude? That's scary as shit. It's agoraphobics like me and you. That's, that's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> It's like you're, you're trapped and you just there's no escape and you know you're gonna fucking die jeez no thank uh, you <clears throat> how did we not hear about this because it's not Travis Scott yeah ghost ship fire December 2nd 2016 Oakland California 36 deaths whoa an underground electric music party in Oakland a fire broke out that trapped 36 people the incident took place in a former warehouse turned artist collective. <laughs> That's the place you don't <laughs> want to be. Really. I've been to those places. Oh, I've never been to one of those. <sighs> what the fuck? So it had no smoke detectors or sprinklers and contained a significant amount of flammable material. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No, thank 36 you. people burned to death. Jesus. Uh, Thailand, 100 people died in 2009. And they rang in the new year. Let's see. 
<laughs> Would the you? club was never sanctioned as such and never received a fire inspection. Mm. It was equipped with one fire extinguisher for the entire building, and inspection papers were forged to keep the club operating. <laughs> Exits had been welded shut to oh, prevent shit. patrons from skipping out on their bills, Yo, which that. meant that marked exits were non-existent. <laughs> 66 people ended up dead. There's, it says, it said 100 up there. What the fuck, dude? That's crazy. Now, would you rather die, burned to death, or suffocated in a fucking underground tunnel, like, if you had to pick one? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fire is usually, fire death is usually just smoke, right? No, your your flesh is burning. You can feel, like... Well, it depends on the situation. I think your body goes into shock, but, like, for the first couple of seconds, you can really feel it. Jesus. Only 100 people died in that uh, Great White thing. 2003. Yeah, 100 people is 100 fucking people, man. So this is February 20th, 2003. Okay, so shortly after this, maybe March, maybe March, maybe April of 2003, we played this concert in, uh, in Fargo. And it was a bullshit thing. It was like, hey, you want to come down for this show? We're like, eh. No, it's at some other venue. It's not at the place that we usually played down there where it was cool and everything. But they're like, it has a light up dance floor. You know, like dance fever or whatever the fuck, you know, like a 70s light up <laughs> dance floor. And I was like, oh, we got to play there. You know, that was like part of my pitch to everybody. But anyway, we go there and there's this band. I'm just going to say their name. They're called Obsidian and they were from Fargo. And at this time, they didn't have a drummer. They would go and play shows with just like a program drum you know and be like a guitar player a bass player and a singer and okay. dude some dude in the band maybe the guy who did the samples and shit he pulls out this grinder right and he's like grinding metal basically <laughs> with the rhythm of the song you know what I'm saying and there are like a zillion sparks flying off this thing and the dude comes running <laughs> the guy who owns the place and we're standing there we're like holy shit are you guys fucking serious <laughs> the dude runs down there and starts screaming at him mid-set <laughs> so fucking funny uh, that show was also bullshit because there was like nobody there oh man like what? we drove two and a half hours we played the show and there was like like fucking ten people there just 10 i was gonna say maybe 20 30 but, but goddamn did they have a, a dance floor dude. <laughs> it was cool as fuck oh, man. we played right by it too you could have played in somebody's backyard for that amount of people though you know well yeah that kind of shit is like i got to a point where i was just done with that guys like, I, I still know dudes who are in bands who i've been in bands with who still be like, gotta play this show, dude. Like, no, we don't, dude. What are you talking about? Play this show and you go play it, and it's like nobody there. Like, <laughs> now, what band like, was this that um you guys were playing? Uh Omnipotent Belligerence. Ah, okay. Both albums of that band available on YouTube. Um, uh, I'd love to get them on other formats, but I don't have anything from it. You know, some just some dude that we know put him up on YouTube. He didn't even know the name of some of the songs. So he just put them up as, you know, omnipotent belligerence. I think it's good shit. It's from the early 2000s. We did two albums. Um, I think if we'd have tried, we could have got signed to, uh, you know, some bullshit metal thing. But 
that wasn't the direction of that band, I guess. <laughs> Probably <laughs> we were not. never going to be that dudes. It was already established. Like, you know, dudes in this band are going to get married and buy houses and have kids. And you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not going to be that band. So those are the circle of friends that you're talking about who are married with children now, right? I mean, some of them. Yeah. A lot of my friends are married with children. But a lot aren't, too, which is weird. I don't know if that's... Has that always been a thing? You I know? don't know. Because like, like, I know a lot of dudes... Like, a lot of my friends, they're like 40-year-old dudes, and they don't they don't live with a woman. They don't have kids. Never been married. <laughs> that's odd. Most of my friends are married with several kids. Um, only one of my best friend, he has three kids from three different mothers. But he's never been. Need to learn how to pull out. <laughs> His Jeez. pull out game is weak, son. Yeah, you suck at fucking, bro. <laughs> Jesus, unless you intended to do that, which you might have bigger problems saving then. I don't know. I think he just liked to fuck a lot, and you know, he just you know never pulled out. Well, don't we all? Um. But yeah, in Kentucky, 165 people died in 1977 Jesus. in a fire. The fire thing I get. Um, and this other fire, 194 in Argentina. This one doesn't even mention how many kids died at that Stones thing. It must not have been very many. Wasn't there something with people got? I don't know if it was a concert or a soccer game, but people got fucking trampled. And uh, they got pushed against uh, pushed against the exit or something like that. And they like hundreds of people got fucking crushed. I can't remember. This was years ago. But it was like a super it was like all over the news, man. Now I got to look that shit up. Yeah, I guess it's just one person died in that whole thing. Some guy ran to the stage. The Hell's Angels fucking killed him. <laughs> Because the Hells Angels were doing security on that show. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. 18-year-old Meredith Hunter uh, was stabbed or stabbed a gun-wielding 18-year-old. Okay, the 18-year-old is Meredith Hunter. To death just 20 feet in front of the stage where Mick Jagger was performing. The map. Oh, Jesus. Not even a good stone song. Not even Bitch or, you know, Mama's Little Helper. Or <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I found under it. my thumb. Ugh. So in 1989, 93 people killed in a soccer game crush. The victims trampled at an English stadium. 200 people got hurt. That's I mean, that shit nuts. can happen at any kind of concert, man. You never fucking know. Yeah, this was at a soccer game, though, dude. Well, yeah. I mean, fucking fucking That's soccer Ill. hooligans. That's some ill shit. Like they were pressed up against the the grates or whatever, and it the guy who survived it said we were like animals caged in a zoo, and people were just pushing against and pushing against trying to escape. Fuck off, man. That's some wild shit. No, thank you. That's very metal. Not. Well, that's one thing you see in this is none of these were metal bands. <laughs> that's true. Why the fuck not? Because get them up. <laughs> because get him up, dude. Pick that guy up. Best I learned up. that shit when I was like, I, my parents let me go to these punk shows when I was like 13 years old. This place called the Midtowner. And none of my friends my age could go, but I met, like, that's where I met a lot of the dudes I was in bands and in shit because they were older. 
But I couldn't imagine a 13-year-old kid going to these fucking things. Because, like, back then you could do whatever. You know? People be smoking in there, drinking. It was, like, the craziest-looking motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, but I think even then people still looked out for each other. Like, if you were that kind no of... No one ever did shit to me at those shows. We went to right. all of those shows at 13 years old. No one ever, like, tried to kick our ass or... I don't think even said a bad thing to us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, like you people. could go to these types of shows where you uh, you would think that these people, because they look different, they're going to fuck with you. But actually, yeah. it's like, hey, welcome. You know, come on in. Fucking join the join the mosh pit party, whatever. <laughs> it's Dude, like one of the bands that we received all the time back then was Toxic Narcotic from Massachusetts. Really? Yeah. I never heard of them. What fucking year was this? Uh, 90, 95, 94, probably. And they you know, like probably starting around then. Hmm, okay. Yeah, that was when I was listening to like Shadows Fall and fucking. They're, punk, they're like punk, hardcore oh, punk. Oh, punk too. stuff. All right. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'll say were... it to your face. Fuck you, you fucking fuck. Let it be written <laughs> that people fucking suck. <laughs> I was like their whole thing the, was like people suck. Okay. I think that's the name of the one of their albums. I didn't follow a lot of punk bands in the in the nineties. I was mostly following death metal at that point, like Massachusetts death metal bands and shit like that. Mm. We had these underground bands. It was a it was a popular stop for bands of a certain level nationally because we would get you know Sofa Glue from uh, from Washington State. And like Wicked Innocence played here multiple times. They were from Utah. There's this death metal band, uh, Toxic Narcotic. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones that would come through. I mean, you, you saw a lot of OG, like they're underground punk shit. You know, bands like Whorehouse of Representatives and and shit like that. Brain Sick. That was a pretty big. Where the fuck was Brain Sick? I don't. Know. Anyway, shows there were cool as fuck, and we were 13, and we would jump in the pit and shit, and you knew get them up, dude. That's fucking cool. Man, speaking of, but, like, you're bringing back some memories now. I'm thinking of, like, Pajama Slave Dancers. It's like a punk rock. I wish rock, we could play Toxic and Narcotic right now on the show. Be a me for you to do, but I'm too 
fucking awesome i still listen to it to this day um but anyway that was like a different thing too you know i remember when we would go other places and like these people are moshing to like and i guess you'd run into him around here too the dude who was trying to fuck people up like oh this is where i can go and like be violent and fuck people up i would stop i stopped the show and had security throw this motherfucker out because he was in the fucking pit trying to do just being violent with people like punching people and shit you know yeah you see that shit happening a lot where the singer stops it he's like get that fucking guy out of here yeah i got him kicked i kicked him out and then i sat up there and like cracked all kinds of fucking jokes on him being a caveman and a fucking monkey and shit he was white by the way <laughs> i mean you, can, you had you to refer to a, a white dude as a monkey or an ape but you couldn't do the other way around you'd be fucked sir oh shit even if he looks like Donkey Kong, you know? Mm. This guy looked like fucking Donkey Kong. He was white. <laughs> I gotta clarify. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to get canceled. But yeah, we throw motherfuckers out of shows. I don't give a shit. So, that kind of brings that back. But anyway. Yeah, you see people doing dumb shit, and you're like the front man of a band, and you got a bird's eye view of that. Of course, like if you're if you're feeling at any level responsible, you're like, hey, cut that shit out, man. We're trying to have fun here. Everybody's just trying to enjoy their music and have a good time. We're not here to be dicks to each other. When I saw the Charlie Daniels band, um, I saw the Charlie Daniels band, and these two guys started fighting in the front. And he's like, Charlie Daniels, like, called security. He's like, yeah, get down. He's, you fuckers. He's like yelling at them, you know? Take it outside, boys. <laughs> Steal inside gown. I am. Actually, during Still in Saigon, which is one of my favorite Charlie Daniels songs, I was shitting violently in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're back Saigon. to the coffee shits now. What's that? We're back to the coffee shits now. Yeah, I fucking love Charlie Daniels, man. Follow me on a uh, on Spotify. I've got the essential Charlie Daniels playlist. Oh shit. See, there's a lot of many stuff that I never playlists, got into. The Charlie Daniels one is expertly curated. I'm going to have to take a look at that, sir. I went back and listened to all those Genesis ones that I have, Jethro Tull. I go back and listen to every album. I like your Genesis one. That shit is on point. Yeah, dude. Uh, Charlie Daniels band, despite him turning into a fucking crazy person at the end of shit. You know, his, his politics and stuff were bullshit. They were what you'd expect an old white guy to have. But Charlie Daniels Band still rocks, and people think of him like, all they know is Devil Went Down to Charge, which is a fine song, but it's a country song. They forget, like, 
songs like In America is it's a prog song, dude. It's a prog like you would never guess it's Charlie Daniels. Well, maybe you would, but anyway, they used to do like legit 70s prog shit. Wow. Do I suck for knowing that the devil went down to Georgia is kind of the only one that I know? No, that's that's all anybody knows. No, oh, okay. Unless you got like a I don't know, I think we had a best of Charlie Daniels cassette that we used to listen to in my homeboy's truck back in the day. <laughs> and it was like, we started appreciating it. <laughs> you know, like, oh, this is actually really dope. I'm going to grow a mullet. <laughs> I'm going to vote Republican. <laughs> oh, shit. I think the first song on the, on the, the playlist that I think I started with, the South's going to do it again. Because I think that's like so hilarious. But it jams so hard that you're like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Let's do it, man. South's going to do it again. South again. shall rise again. Pretty much, dude. <laughs> Wave your rebel flags in the air like you just don't care. Oh, man. Dude, there's like uh, fucking rappers for that shit now. Like nazi rappers and q rappers and shit it's like the dude fuck like how far how could you like taking hip-hop and using it to to fucking rap like rap nazi shit over top of it is level of just like irony <laughs> that's like <laughs> like in other news irony is dead are these Holy white shit. people are they, like it's all white yeah, people doing yeah. this shit? okay Oh, no, they're black Nazis. <laughs> you never know, man. Who's in that fucking QAnon shit? Well, QAnon shit doesn't make you a Nazi. There is a black QAnon rapper too. I'm sure there's quite a lot of those. Who's that? What do you think of that, that rap video I sent you flat? the other day? Well, uh, Bob was was it that guy? He's a flatter. <laughs> the other day, it's like two dudes do a two fucking down brothers rapping i don't think maybe. i got that well maybe you didn't catch it i'm looking in my messages now i don't see it yeah i did sean sean and marley I oh saw yeah the gangster guy man i got that video that you showed me no, saturday at 11 11 a, or 1 11 a.m right before you sent me a kung fu guy huh. okay. i see the kung fu guy it's right above it. Should be right above it. What the fuck? Nah, man. There's not. There's nothing here. It's just us talking shit. I said that again. Okay. Yeah. I said this to you the other day. Jesus Christ. <laughs> They're rappers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. You gotta listen to it anyway. Moving on. Yeah, Can't yeah. talk about it. Check that That's the second out. podcast I've done where the it gets brought up, but I can't talk about it. <laughs> awesome though <laughs> made me so happy well, i gotta um, ask you a question are you able to hear this i'm gonna play something right now don't play that can you hear that no. you did you hear it no oh fuck man i thought it would play i was i got the toxic narcotic people suck song but eh, didn't didn't play for you we gotta figure it out yeah I'll oh figure well. it out. that song's dope though right yeah it is um, what else do we have? 
Um, Started off on so many tragedy. Um, oh yeah, that the uh, the Rage Against the Machine cover band chick. Well, they're not really that because I watched some videos while I was uh, waiting to do this, and because I've never heard them before, so I checked them out. And they do like Tool and Rage Against the Machine and oh, other so it's, various. Things. Okay, I thought it was just Rage. No, they're called Brass Against. They were banned. They were banned from NASCAR venues for the a peeing incident. <laughs> it's like I'm surprised they were even allowed at NASCAR venues, period, because they have people of color in their band. But hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, man, you NASCAR's, got me again. NASCAR's progressed a little bit, I see. They've uh, yeah, they've got a little more progressive. Now I saw the video, um, on the big screen on the fucking seventy inch 4K probably, um. So why did the dude end up up there? Like, if you have to piss and you're going to just piss on stage, why don't you just piss on stage? I don't know, but I think the guy was maybe yelling some shit out like, pee in my mouth. He was very enthusiastic about it. Oh, yeah, he he definitely. Well, come on. The chick is a smoke show, dude. Yeah, she is hot, dude. But that doesn't mean I wanted to piss on me. I don't care, like, how hot a bitch is. And she's not going to have her piss on me. No. But I, I guess he was really into it because... Like a by fucking Gigi Allen here. <laughs> well, didn't he throw feces at people? He did, but he also paid a hooker to piss in his mouth. Oh, okay. And he, he's just like like drinking this piss, and then he pukes. And he's oh, like, see, it's yeah. It's like yeah. macaroni salad, and then he just keeps going. Just oh, keeps man. Drinking I, this hooker's come on, piss. I just ate, bro. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but yet but she pissed so much dude <laughs> she did it was and how good was her aim i mean how the fuck did she get it in that dude's right in his face man it was just a, a constant stream of water right into the guy's face he stands up afterward and like kind of does the brow wipe whip yeah. into the crowd yeah. and then does a, a triple h fucking spit with piss <laughs> it's like this this is fuck, this guy's awesome he was into it but she was like fuck you you know she was like security get him out of here yeah. and she like kicked him as he was getting off the stage so i don't i don't know what the fuck that's about but anyway i guess he you know he got a good um he got a bird's eye view for a day her vajayabah, Yeah, you, and, you know, uh, so that's you know, pretty cool, I suppose. But. And he took home a, a very wet souvenir. They fucked up, I think. Did we briefly mention this last week? Or was it maybe somewhere else? I don't know. I talk so much, I don't fucking know anymore. Yeah, I don't um, remember us talking They should have just this. embraced it, you know, instead of like, oh, we're so sorry. Right, don't fucking apologize, man. No, be punk rock about it. Yeah. I mean, you go to Manson concerts and it's like expected that you're going to get bled on or spit on or something like that. Fucking raped. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've never been to a Manson concert, but well, I know I mean, he used to like bleed and spit on people. Bong hit time. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I should have just embraced it, but I don't know how much... She had so much piss. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Like, if you were in that band, would you be backtracking it or would you be like, fuck yeah, dude, rock and roll, man? If it's like on the other side, if it's away from me and my shit, <laughs> I would say it's, I think it's a bad idea. No, I but I'm saying playing. like, okay, there was a clearly he was consenting to something, man, because he's laying there and she's 
he's just squatting on his face. So, well, no, he he was he was super into it. Yeah, he was all about it. Yeah, yeah you know, can't blame him there. I guess you know, live your best life, buddy. So I thought that was a weird thing to happen. You know, it's like, oh, is this some punk band? No, no, it's not. So. A band that covers Rage Against the Machine and Tool with a bunch of brass instruments, which is like fucking so. There's so many gimmick bands like that. Yeah. Like, oh, we cover Black Sabbath, but with accordions. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, upon first seeing the video, I didn't think it was like a, one of those gimmick bands. I just thought it was like a regular metal band that was doing a cover song. And then it's like, oh, these guys play horns and shit. Oh, great. Okay. I shouldn't say that because I was listening to this uh, jazz Black Sabbath cover band recently that is really fucking good. Jazz Sabbath. And they're not called that. I don't know what they're called. I forget offhand, but some of the shit's like Bizarro World, right? It sounds like if you were in a, a boutique buying stuff and then all of a sudden you notice like, this is a fucking a weird like smooth jazz version of Black Sabbath. <laughs> like, this is fucking, yeah. Well, I think if anybody could do Sabbath justice, it would probably be like blues or jazz type shit. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Anyway, this band is actually not bad, but how much am I supposed to care about you playing a bunch of covers? You know, you look on YouTube and there's shit like some of those videos have a ton of views because, yeah, it's all brass. It's interesting. It's a cover of Tool or whatever. And the the chick's really hot. Yeah, I get that. Kind of what draws me in. I was like, ooh. Hey, she, yeah, she's she's really good looking. But let me check this band out, and it's like they don't have any original songs. I like cover bands, but to a certain point, you know, I I also like really original songs too. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, you would fucking hope so, right? Right. <laughs> so I don't know. I was trying to find that. I, I have know, I several to- videos saved on my computer no i'm just kidding <laughs> um yeah i saw the video from a couple different vantage points i guess <laughs> oh, yeah. i think one of the people in the band was filming and because um, you you notice he moved that little it looked like an ipad tablet that they had on the stage he pointed that shit toward her when she crouched down on the dude's face so i think they were filming that shit yeah. Um, other things, dude. Do you hear this? The do you hear this Kid Rock song? No, fuck. I don't listen to Kid Rock, man. <laughs> of course not. Fuck out of here. But I had to listen to this one because it's like you know talking about how fucking it's all about snowflakes and shit. Holy fuck, that guy sucks so much. If I didn't listen to the new Limp Biscuit album, I'm not going to listen to Kid Rock. <sighs> I legit had friends who were like, "Didn't Limp Bizkit album's awesome?" <laughs> you guys are fucking fuck out of here, garbage motherfuckers, dude. <laughs> Your ears are garbage. Uh, but yeah, I just want to like say that Kid Rock sucks shit, and he tries to like act like he's co- a country or hip hop, or he's from a trailer. He says that at one point, you know, straight out the trailer. He, he grew up in a mansion. His father owned car lots. They had tons of money. He was a rich kid. Yeah, I remember on the on the old like the first one with the bar with the bar, you know that bullshit. Uh, he was talking about coming straight out of the trailer park. Yeah, he's not definitely not. <laughs> and but, and what was he doing like recently? What was the thing we talked about on here? Did he 
Did he use the uh, the alternate oh, F word? Right? Yeah, yeah. He said something about yeah. He used the F word, and he was like, "What the hell did he say now? God damn it!" <laughs> it was like in a I bar somewhere in Nashville, where he was singing a song or some shit. Accosted someone in the crowd uh, with with fucking <laughs> slurs. So that's fun. It's pretty on brand for him. Yeah, and I think I, I remember him saying the N word on one of his albums too. Wow. Well, you ever see that picture of him when he was like a teenager and he had his hair straight oh, up like fucking, like fucking kid <laughs> or play, whichever the fuck one is. Yeah. How the hell? You got the straightest hair possible. How much gel did you have to put in that shit just to get it teased up like that? It's actually cum. It's, it's, cum. it's jizz. From all the dicks he's been sucking. <laughs> oh, shit. They're doing a remake of House Party. Or yeah. a, maybe like their kids or something. That. Yeah, That's bullshit. Um, how hot was that one chicken fucking? My girl was watching it recently and I kind of like hung her out for a little bit. Um, was well, the the chick who was on Martin, right? Oh yeah, the Gina. Why right? the girl who played Gina? I think I was her like, name is Gina. I don't how know. I was, how cute is this girl in in House Party? Oh, she's bomb. If, if she's in fact eighteen, which I'm sure she was. Yeah. If she's not, I do not feel this way. <laughs> <laughs> she better be a queen above eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> the queens above. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, she was fine. I don't know what she looks like now, but she was fine back then. I'm gonna keep a 55th straight. She's still pretty hot, dude. She's What's so her name? Tamara. Something. I, don't know. <sighs> I mean, she's like 56 years old now, you know? but mm. she still looks pretty good. What was I watching the other day? I saw Rosie Perez all of a sudden, just out of nowhere. I was like, Rosie Perez. She didn't fuck the age fuck? that great, dude. She she was hot in White Men Can't Jump. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, but in Pineapple Express, oh, scary. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot she was in that. Yeah, she was the cop lady. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I guess I forgot, I forgot it until you said it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, if you complain about, like, if you write a song about snowflakes and offended, you know, people and all that shit and cancel calls, maybe you're the fucking snowflake who gets offended. Yeah. Didn't another metal band do some shit like that though? I don't know. I know that that fucking douche from Godsmack is like all right wing now too. I'm really ashamed that a lot of these bands came out of Massachusetts, man. Really, <laughs> seriously. They did come out of Massachusetts, didn't they? Yeah, they, straight Boston boys right there. Because Shannon Larkin played drums for them for a while. He's a great drummer. I always was a fan of him from Ugly Kid Joe and shit. And uh, they couldn't even say his name. You know, they're saying it lacking. <laughs> lacking. Lack. Pack the car lacking. Um, but yeah, they. the reason why I remember Godsmack from a bad perspective is they made that song about Tommy Lee called Crying Like a Bitch. And it was the dumbest fucking song I had heard. Like, you got metalheads dissing one another now, like they're in rap groups. It's fucking stupid. Controversy creates cash, dude. Mm, sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
out of here. That shit, that shit sucks. It is. It's garbage, man. That's fucking butt rock right there. Mm-hmm. Ultimate butt um, rock. I don't, know. I don't know what other topics I have, man. Uh, um, shit. I don't know either, dude. Oh, did you <laughs> did you listen what? to the new Exodus album? No. You're not into them at all? No, I don't like Exodus. <laughs> uh, How is it? It's, well, you probably wouldn't like it because it's kind of like a throwback to 80s with a really high-pitched kind of screaming. Well, not screaming, but, you know, high-pitched vocals kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, sound sounds a bit like the guy from Overkill, but not fully. I mean, it's not bad, but it's just nothing new. It's, they're not breaking any new ground. Yeah, no, it's not my thing. I, I don't like that. I don't like that stuff. You just, I don't like the thrash. I don't like the kind of vocals. I know a lot of people do, right? They're supposed to be people trying to add them into the the big four of, of thrash. Like, no. <laughs> Well, yeah. I don't know. I, I think, think we they, talked about that last time. If anyone's getting in, it's Testament. Yeah. Well, Testament also did some weird shit in the late 90s where they started to do the growly vocals. And I was just damn. like, nah, don't do it. Testament that. fucking jammed. Like, some people would say, you know, their old shit, like low and shit is their best. But remember that album, The Gathering? What is that from like 1999, maybe? 2000? That album's fucking rips, dude. Yeah, that, I like Testament still. Okay, I think Low was the one where they did like the <laughs> demonic vocals, and I didn't no, like he did that. He did that shit in the Gathering too. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. I don't know. I like their first five. Of course, it's like all '80s shit. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna like it. But I, I don't know. Yeah, Testament is good. Like... What are you saying? Oh, Testament is good. They definitely deserve to be up there. Yeah, I don't get into like the old shit, right? Like the '80s stuff, but I, I pretty much jump in on them in like uh, for the ritual on '92, low from '94. The gathering is from '99. That I have, you know, I've let, admittedly haven't listened to some of these newer albums, but that one is like that'd be my go-to if I'm going to listen to Testament. I'm going to throw on the gathering. You didn't like uh, Ooh, practice. Demonic Demonic from 97. That was a fucking good album, too. Yeah, Demonic was good. But oh, their earlier shit, I was going to ask you, what did you think about um, Souls of Black or Practice What You Preach? Like, were you into those at all? I, I don't know that I've listened to them that much, but I would bet I don't. I bet I would bet if I listened to them, I think they were. Hmm. Definitely back in the day, I never listened to them. You know, I just, that was before I listened to them, I guess. You know, I yeah, jumped yeah. on it like low. Okay, yeah, because they were like late 80s, I think, like 88, If I listened to it now, I wouldn't like it. I'm sure I would think it was like unpolished in the 80s. And, yeah, it, yeah, the sound quality was low. Yeah. I don't even like early Sepultura albums, which I know like really, <laughs> it's really sacrilegious to say, but I don't like that I shit fucking either. love the early Sepultura shit. I think we were talking about this on one episode where it was like I liked everything before before it became polished and you liked it when it became polished. Well, I think it's an age thing too, but there's also like a yeah difference in taste, I guess there too. But all we, we've went through it many times. Our favorite album from a band is mine is always one after you. Mm-hmm. It's almost always up and down the fucking, you know, like Deicide. Mine's Once Upon the Cross. Yours is Legion. Yep. 
What was Marvin Angels? Probably the same. Mine was Domination. Mine was, uh, well, actually, the one, well, I did like Domination, but I liked uh, Blessed Are the Sick, uh, Altars of Madness. I liked everything before Domination just as much as I liked Domination. Surprise, that was like quite a change for that band. They've been through a lot. I think they started off as just playing like kind of speed thrash metal, doing the little screaming vocals and talking about Satan and shit like that. And then they became like on the third album, it was like really death metal. And then that was just a natural progression from there. Have you seen Dave uh, Dave Vincent these days? No. What does he look like? He looks like a goth fucking gay cowboy. <laughs> it was like all black, but like a kind of like a fucking metal looking cowboy. But oh yeah, he looks fucking. In... He looks ridiculous. I remember there was this picture going around of him for a while. He was in was... Uh, his wife's band, uh, the Jenna Torturers or some shit. Yeah. Uh, but he also I remember being back in the day reading a magazine like, oh, he's he's leaving Mormon Angel, but he's gonna have this new band. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be sweet, and that that band sucks. <laughs> Yeah, now he tours uh, with a group called I Am Morbid, where they just play Morbid Angel songs that of it, that he did, I guess. Maybe he <laughs> wrote the lyrics to I don't know. For fucking who, man? I guess for Morbid Angel fans who are really into the David Vincent era. I'm surprised, honestly, that if Morbid Angel's making a living off Morbid Angel. Well, I don't know. Did you listen to their last album? Yeah, it didn't do anything for me. It was pretty heavy. I will give it that. I mean, they got, what's his name? Steve Tucker. He's back. And it's just like back to the, back to the basic death metal kind of shit, you know? Not Mm. that weird Illa Divinum Insanus type fucking where they had Combi Christ mixed in with their shit. Even back when they got some of those other people in there, though, I I just like those albums, Gateways. To Annihilation is a pretty decent album. That one sounds together, but I know a lot of people loved Formula's Fatal to the Flesh. And to me, that album just sounds like a fucking mess. Yeah, no, th- there was too much weird shit going on, but Gateways was good. Right? Is, you think Formula's just sounds like a fucking mess, or is that just me? No, it does. It, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't sound like... It doesn't sound like... It's when you see a band, you know, a local band or something, opening somewhere, and it's like, this is, like, almost good. Well, they had a like, lot of that stupid where, where Trey was doing a lot, a lot of weird solos as, you know, with those extra tracks on there. And then they were doing like a drum check and like dumb shit. Like, why include all that stuff on your album? Because that guy's a fucking egomania. <sighs> yeah. He's legit <laughs> is, man. <laughs> I mean, like you listen to a Mormon Angel album. And like, the music is like one level. It's like, nah, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to dedicate this album to the greatest guitarist of all time, Eddie Van Halen, and of course, Satan. You do that? Yeah, on one of the liner notes, he he dedicated like uh, a solo he did to Eddie Van Halen, and he also dedicated it to Satan. Like if you read the liner notes, (laughs) it's fucking crazy, man. Van Halen's like, what is this fucking bullshit? Oh, man. Yeah, the good old days, bro. The good old days. So, oh, dude. Um, Did you hear that Corpse Grinder is the solo album coming I thought, I thought Natanic was fucking around with me. <laughs> but it, it's actually happening. I guess, yeah. yeah. 
What's uh, that gonna be? I don't know what to expect. Is it gonna I'm be not like gonna sound like corpse? Like, what do you think it's gonna be? Like <laughs> him with an acoustic, but doing growl vocals. <laughs> <laughs> what if he can actually sing, and uh, he kind of does like Stevie T does, where he takes the Cannibal Corpse lyrics and he sings them in kind of a lounge act way. Oh boy! <laughs> an ac- I like the acoustic with death metal vocals on you. <laughs> that dad, might sound good. I really miss you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was like questioning. He must now, but like for a while, he wasn't even writing lyrics for a corpse back in the day. Maybe no, it was just I vile. Think- I have no idea. I don't really keep that much. Like when the new album came out, I listened to it, you know, for like a month, and we were, we were on here. We're like, yeah, it's really good. But I've never listened to it again. I probably won't either. But I know back in the day he wasn't writing lyrics even. So like, what, what do you got? I'm intrigued. Color me intrigued. But I'm sure it'll just be death metal shit. Probably he should go back and do some shit with Pat's of Possession. Come out with a new album there. I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's basically a. Uh, like a melodic death metal band, but it, it's pretty good. You should check it out. Promises in Blood. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know because you don't play anything, right? So, I I was questioning that too. Like, how do you do a solo album when you don't actually do anything? Yeah. You know? If you write the music and shit, okay, I get that. But I don't think he is right. Has it ever been announced that he? does write music or you know play guitar and he just kind of does the vocalist thing i don't know i don't i don't know it'll be interesting to find out all these things but you know if, like you're a singer and you're not writing the shit well then like what do you really what is a solo album it's you singing over other shit i mean yeah and is it going I to be you know. george corpse grinder fisher or is it just going to be george fisher oh no solo sings sings the blues i don't know dude i hope it's of like great departure from what he does but i don't think it will be that would be crazy. i think i think you'll hear it and it'll just be you know <laughs> so it's uh same old shit different band <laughs> that was off the cuff but that was pretty much like that summed it up didn't it yeah it did <laughs> <laughs> You're good at going off the dome. What if it's um, uh, what if it's like electronica with him doing death metal vocals? That'd be something. It's like dan 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 dan. You know, that kind of I don't shit. know about that. <laughs> I don't know. Blood I Duster did it to some success. What was that? Blood Duster. Another band. I they had a heard. remix. They did a remix version of one of their one of their fucking songs, all techno. I think if you rewound, you put in Blood Duster Yeast, which is a CD. I wish I still had the physical copy of because I bet it's hard to find. And you put it in and you rewind it from the beginning. It would have a techno version of one of their songs in there. Oh shit! Cool. I'm gonna have to look that up now. Yeah, Blood Duster fucking jams. Anyway, should be listening to them. Blood Duster. Australian, like, weird rock and roll grind. Like, it's like, it's, it's like fast as fuck grind, and then it's rock and roll. <laughs> Both. It's awesome. And it's Australian, and it's like, just disgusting. It's about, you know, 
like knee deep in menstrual blood. No, wait, there's that corpse. That's corpse. Is really? that right? No, I don't. Think I don't so. know. Knee deep in menstrual blood. That doesn't sound like corpse. I don't know. <laughs> it could be. Let's see. Could knee deep be. in menstrual blood. <laughs> we need a producer. Yeah, it is. A, it is a song by Blood Duster. Okay. They got some. Uh, they got some pretty fucking great song names. Um, of course, Drink Fight Fuck is good. Um, ah, see. That is some Fisting the Dead. Fisting the Dead. There's some good shit. Uh, definitely check those guys out, too. Are they on You should almost make a sound track of the episode on. Let's do that. Yeah, let's fucking. On, on let's Spotify, put that shit you on can Spotify. follow both of us. Um, I'm just, I mean, you can find, if you search up like old guy metal cast, you'll find, uh, you'll find playlists for like our, the better our new metal special that we did. Yeah. Um, and shit like that. And then you can follow us from there, but we'll throw it up on one of ours via well, all the shit we talked about here. Yeah. And I'll add it to the episode uh, in the description too. Who's going to remember all the shit we talked about? I'll remember that part where you know we just do a playlist and fucking did all that and then i'll be like hey oh oh check out our playlist follow us and do some shit with it i'm saying like uh are you gonna remember all the bands we talked about uh let's see blood duster there was fucking yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. toxic we'll narcotic we we'll put that kid to good rock song in there no no please god no <laughs> uh i don't know anything else going on in the world uh, Do you want to talk about Kyle Rittenhouse? <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, not about him. What about the the dudes, like the hillbilly dudes who killed that guy? Uh, and and then, they were and so Atlanta. certain they were going to get off. I thought so too. I'm so glad that they were found guilty. But it's the everyone's like, yeah, the justice system worked, you know. And was, but they're forgetting these guys weren't arrested for 74 days. If it wasn't for at video footage that they're fucking you know whoever shot i think it was their own guy um if it wasn't filmed and the family didn't keep on it that shit would have never went to court would have never and, and this is like dude that's what this place was probably like in the in the 50s and 60s and 70s yeah were they today to a certain degree but there's nothing to, there's no one to film that shit and right. it took that so while you can celebrate yes these guys are fucking actually got found guilty in south georgia which is amazing in itself really considering which is sad um just remember that it wasn't for the video footage and the family pressing the matter that it never would have went to court because they don't give a fuck down there and racism's baked in he goes out for a jog gets executed by three fucking idiots fucking stupid racist pieces of shit the one used to be a cop yeah, Why don't you go look right. through uh, look through the records on that? I bet he, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why they thought they were going to get off. Because, like, yeah. oh, I know the law. I'm a police officer. People want to act like this, uh, you know, it's a big thing right now. I'm not going to talk about critical race theory. Mm. Um, but, dude, that shit's baked in and it's happened. I mean, crazy shit. You imagine that in the 50s, if you were a cop in the 50s or 60s, you do whatever the fuck you want there's nobody filming anything right. just pick somebody up rape them shoot them in the head throw them in the fucking river you know what i'm saying like you're a cop you could do anything 
and in the deep south like this you think ah, dude crazy shit exactly crazy gross shit happened for decades and i bet this guy as a cop was a real piece of fucking work and you used to hear a lot about people getting chained to trucks and being dragged behind the trucks and shit the police would just do whatever they want to yeah, yeah. And they would actually <clears throat> encourage the citizens to do the same shit. I don't know, man. They're acting like the world of today is so vastly different from what it was back then, but it's pretty much still the same, except everybody's got a fucking camera now. Well, the only time, that's the thing. That's the only time any justice seems to come, right? Yeah. That it, took that. it took that for uh, Eric Warner. It took that for uh, George Floyd. It took that for all of those. If that shit wasn't filmed, they would have put it the way the way they put it in the books, and it would have never. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, it. that would have been it. Get the media to spin it in a different way, and just it would never even come up. Honestly, I think if there was no footage of that George Floyd shit, I don't think it would ever. Nothing would have happened. So you don't think the people who actually witnessed it, even if they didn't videotape it, they wouldn't be on the internet talking about it, saying this is what happened. We need justice. I don't think it would have mattered. Okay. No, I, I don't think it would have mattered. They could have, but I don't think, you know, they'd say, no, the, the, look at the police report. The, the officers wrote this, you know, your mistake. I mean, I just, that's how it is. That's what they've done forever. And that's the big, you know, that's the big issue we have right now. Is these fuckers just want to keep doing that shit. Not all of them, you know, because like one of my good friends is a cop for a while. Um, you know, they're not all bad people, obviously. But. Yeah. But I mean, it's I, a bad job for a bad person to have. <laughs> right. But I take issue with the people who are calling it a win because it, in the grand scheme of things, it's not really a win. You know, it's just same old shit. A win? I mean, this dude still was, I guess it's as much of a win as you can. Like that's the best you're going to get. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's right. not, you're not making any great changes to anything. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like, you, okay, okay these people job. are going to jail. They literally, he was out for a jog. They literally chased him down in a pickup. I think with like one or two of them in the back of the pickup, which couldn't be more fucking 1952 Southern racist fucking shit. That, you know, yeah. <laughs> like what could have, you know, they could have been dressed like Klansmen, I guess. And what did they say? They saw him coming out of an abandoned house or some shit. Yeah, he was just out for a jog. I don't know what they're. I think they said that there was crime in the neighborhood recently, and you know. Whatever their tried attempted justification was. Yeah. Fuck those people. Let them rot. Yeah. Yeah. So weird that racism's still a thing. I don't get it. I don't know. You have to be taught that shit. Because, I mean, when I was a kid, we were friends with whoever, you know? If you like G.I. Joe's and I like G.I. Joe's, hey, we're friends. Doesn't matter what fucking color your skin is. We can chiacho together. <laughs> we well, it's a different thing, right? Because like we didn't grow up black kids around here. Oh, there was didn't? nobody. Wow. There was also and there was Indian kids. Okay. Feather not dot. You know. Oh no, I so, know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I was just referring whether dot dot not feather feather not dot. No, when you say Indians, I immediately think of like I hate that term, but. They hate that term too. Yeah. I shouldn't even. Well, I mean, you say Native American or fucking, I guess, First Nation, I guess. I don't know. But anyway. Eh, 
Miss Vicious is fucking is a Native American. No, she's a Native Canadian type. <laughs> Native Canadian. But they are all Indians. They call each other Indians. They. Oh, they do. Okay. I mean, it it's it could be like. You know. I guess it could it's be just... like their their N word. <laughs> it's not quite to that degree. Yeah. You know, that calling someone an Indian is the thing, but like. I think it is kind of derogatory, actually, now that I think about it. I guess it's just me being white. Let's like When they do it to each other, they're like, what are you doing, you Indian? <laughs> Injun. Yeah, that Injun well, is a derogatory term, yeah. yeah uh, so we didn't grow up around black people, so there was, you know, because we didn't know any fucking anybody. Like, I, I don't even, couldn't even tell you the first time. When I got to high school, there was like a black kid that played on the football team. Holy shit. There was. And it's a lot more diverse now than it was. Like now it's not, you know, it's completely changed. But when I was growing up, I was at like the tail end of this being like just all fucking white people. Wow. I find that really hard to believe because even when I was growing up, it was we had we had Spanish people. Well, not Spanish people, Puerto Rican people and black people women on the street and so it's like that's who you know we played with pretty cool. sure i've alluded to it before um yeah i probably on this show out, like and but you know i have to keep a 55th street did you watch that video when i said are you done? Oh, the, the not getting that guy, reference right? at the all the crip guy oh this dude he's like a crip yeah the crip fucking, cop uh, yeah. <laughs> i'll keep it for the fifth street <laughs> So ever since I saw that, I'm just like, keep it 55th Street. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I was a little fucking, dude, I was a little neo-Nazi shit when I was like 16 years old. God damn. And that's an embarrassing thing to uh, say, but I've always been open about that. You know, like when I was 16, I was a fucking idiot and I had a misplaced anger and I was like a little fucking neo-Nazi piece of shit. But by the time I was like 18, I was completely out of that shit. But it still happened. Yeah, I think you were, yeah, you were talking about that when we were talking about like the cancel culture and how it is where people will dig up your deep, deep past and be like, he said this when he was 16. He's well, wouldn't that be it. crazy He's... if somebody was like, this guy was a Nazi when he was 16. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But it's like, <laughs> that's not who you are today. So just go from the person that you are today, not from the person that you were fucking 10 years ago, 15 years yeah. ago. I just feel like I had to like, always am like open about that because I'm not gonna come off a certain way and sound like, oh, we just didn't have anybody around here. We didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even gonna I'm not only not gonna lie, but I'm not gonna just like leave shit out because people who listen to this all like old school motherfuckers who know me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I know like in my head of like he was listening right there going, like, we were fucking neo-Nazis when we were sixteen. <laughs> yeah. So we were. Well, it's kind of it's like fucking crazy. with the shit that gets put in your head as a kid. Like, I don't know if it was the same for you, but for us, it was like, I guess you'd call it homophobia where you didn't want to be around gay people and yeah. you were worried that they would try to fuck you or rape you or do some shit. Um, I don't know who the hell put that into our head, but maybe that was the culture just growing up. Well, and I it was like, it's just that time, but everything was like had baked in yeah like at least casual racism right because everything was referred to when you fix something hastily that had a racist term when you knock on someone's door and run away that had a racist thing oh jesus uh, the big nuts in mixed nuts 
those were had a racist term attached to them. You know? <laughs> yeah. When you eeny meeny miny mo <laughs> right? <laughs> well <laughs> You're not catching a tiger by the time. Uh, I always I always heard the tiger one. I didn't hear the other one. But oh, I do know well, what see, you're talking that's about. That's that big that's what I'm saying, that's baked in yeah. racism because you're a little kid and you hear that. Like how fucking terrible is that to say something like that around a child? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Jesus. Why would you we know that as that because that's we must have been taught that. We must have heard it that way. Yeah, it was, I didn't come up with it on my own. Right, it was prevalent. Every was on TV. It was you were hearing it from the the adults around you. So yeah, I was hearing it from racist like people who didn't. You know, my grandmother never had an interaction with a black person probably in her entire life. You know, she was born in 1923 in a shack on a farm with no power and shit. She moved to this to town when she, in the 50s, and it was just all white people. She. She never, you know, met somebody black or different. That's that's the big thing of all of it, I think. That's why you see, like, in cities, it's blue. And outside of that, it's red. Is if you, you know, live in these small towns and shit, you don't see anybody like that. But if you live in a big city, you work with everybody. You work with all kinds of people. Gay people, colored people, well, people of anything. You know what I'm saying? Trans people. Right. So you just, just and you realize you're like, oh, wait, these people are totally fine. Yeah. These people are just like anybody else. And that's the difference because, you know, we all ride the bus together. We go to work together. We So it's just like a lot of it's, yeah, non exposure, I guess. Live in white neighborhoods, work places yeah. where it's all white people, I guess. I exactly. And that that's a good point that you bring up because we were ignorant to this when we were younger. So we thought one way and we kind of feared those certain things or we didn't want to have an interaction and so but now that it's kind of i guess it's more known it's more common it's like oh yeah this this guy's not gonna bother me you know he's just a person like me trying to do some trying to get by in life and he doesn't he wants to be treated like everybody else so fuck it yeah when i was young i started a, a job and i was like still had that young because there's like baked into young males right you know like the anti-gay thing yeah right? just, that whole machismo i mean shit. you're from massachusetts that's like the the birthplace of the word i'm the other <laughs> word, i'm sure because when i hear that word it has that accent attached to it i've heard so many people from massachusetts say it yeah that's <laughs> like, kind of like it's like you just eat bird that motherfucking state. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I? I don't even know where i was going i got distracted by that i'm sorry i don't know either man that that's your own train what? of thought you were driving right there I was. I don't know where I was going. I lost it completely. But yeah, that's a that's some Massachusetts shit, definitely. But we didn't know, man. And honestly, I, I feel bad about the person that I was as a child, but how bad can I feel about it now because I'm not that person anymore? You know, I don't act like that. I don't carry myself in that manner. So I started oh I was at a point I was I started a job and I sat right across the aisle from a gay dude and my direct manager was a lesbian. And I was like, oh, these people are fucking totally fine. And then that went away forever. Yeah. You know, once you have an interaction with them and you realize that they're not out to get you. And they're, I don't know. They're just people. So fuck it. Treat everybody like a person. Yeah, bro. We're all just people. We're all red on the inside. Bloody. Messy. There you go. 
think it's a good time to end because I have to piss so bad that I'm about to call a guy over here to my like my, my little area and piss on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm gonna get my neighbor in here and piss on him while we do the show. Tell him to get on the floor. Make sure he's consenting though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I got nothing else. So. Good times. Uh, yeah, I suppose that'll do it this time. Thank you very much for listening, supporting the show. Uh, if there's anything you want us to talk about, you can hit me up on Twitter at Suplex City Limit. I respond to everything. So if you want to bullshit about, uh, you know, anything, you can also email us oldguymetalcast at gmail. Uh, OGMCpod at gmail.com. Not even fucking close. <laughs> Way off. <laughs> you can email the shit you want us to talk about, uh, thoughts, you know, anything. So, Yep. Don't forget to check uh, out the Facebook page. You can interact with both of us there. Fuck yeah, sir. There you go. That'll do it. you have anything else before we depart, sir? Uh, nope. That's all I got. All right, well, until we see you again, hail Satan. Hail yourself.